Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of See You at the Campground, a guide to discovering community, connection, and a happier family in the great outdoors. Ten years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We'll also keep you dialed in with the latest RV innovations for people in the know. Pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. It's Moose Week here at the RV Atlas, and I don't know if Stephanie even knew that it was Moose Week, but both of our episodes have the word moose in the title. (laughs) I did not plan this. Uh, But in the first episode this week, we interviewed Jim Roy from Silver Moose Restorations, and I really, really enjoy talking to him. And in this episode, we are reviewing Moose Hillock Campground in Lake George, New York. And um, we were there over Memorial Day weekend, and there's a lot to love about this campground, and we're going to give you a bit of a review and give you some interesting facts about the Lake George region. But before we dive in, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Jayco. There are a few lessons that our viewers learn quickly. Things aren't always easy. There's always some work to be done and a helping hand to be shared. A little dirt never hurt, and the forecast doesn't always cooperate. But the most important thing that our viewers ever learn, a bit of resilience goes a long way. So let's lead the charge back together. Our veers were built for this. Jayco was built for this. And to find out more, you can go to jayco.com built for this for comeback-related news and advice. Okay, so Moose Hillock staff, I mean... What a really cool campground, and I can't believe it took us this long to get there, because I think we've been talking about going there for four years or so. Yeah, so um, the Lake George area has two really popular and well-known campgrounds, right? There's the Lake George RV Resort, and there's Moose Hillock, which is a newer campground. And it's been around, gaining in popularity, people really like it. But for us in New Jersey, there's always the issue of bursting through New York City traffic, going into the Catskills and other areas of upstate New York on weekends can be a traffic nightmare. So even though it's not far from us, unless we can leave at sort of an alternate time, we've tended to kick the can down the road on visiting. What you're saying, it actually drives me crazy because we live in New Jersey, which is far from a camping mecca by any stretch of the imagination. But right above us in New York State, there are lots of great camping options that are actually really, really close, but they're really, really hard to get to. So Moose Hillock should take about four hours from New York City, about four and a half hours from where we are. But it's also possible that it could take six hours if you leave at the wrong time. Um, So... But it's, we got there. We, we got there. We got there. We didn't do too Long badly. story short, yeah. I think partly because we went over Memorial Day weekend because of coronavirus, there was not a lot of people on yes. the road. So <laughs> we, we did bust up there pretty quickly. One of the pros <laughs> of coronavirus. Limited, One of the few. Limited amount of traffic coming out of New York City on the weekends. Now, the campground's about 10 minutes east of the bottom of Lake George. and The south end, some people might call it. The that. south end? <laughs> the bottom? Not from the bottom of the lake. From the south end of the lake. She was the <laughs> way back in high school too guys uh but it's it's got great proximity to downtown lake george and to the lake itself it's a really short drive into town now obviously lake george can be trafficking and crowded as well so if you go on a monday it's going to be totally different than driving into town on a saturday
Saturday. I would like to see, too, when people are looking at the map of Lake George and saying, oh, well, but maybe one of these campgrounds is a little bit closer to downtown Lake George. I will honestly tell you that the two nicest campground experiences are not going to be the ones that are the closest to downtown Lake George. I mean, to me, I think it's fair to say, like you mentioned, there are two major players. It's Moose Hillock and it's Lake George RV Resort. Yeah. And we haven't gone to Lake George RV Resort yet, yeah. which is crazy. For 10 years of RVing, we haven't been there yet either. We've waved as we've driven by. <laughs> yeah. And I think that for our listeners, because people often say like in our Facebook group, oh, should I go to Moose Hillock or should I go to Lake George RV Resort? I think it's a win-win, but I think they're really different. Yes. Moose Hillock is sort of becoming famous for the size and quality of their RV sites. Their RV sites are absolutely gigantic. So if you want a big private site with lots of space, um, Moose Hillock is a, a great choice. They do have a you know, other things there as well, which we'll talk about in a second. But Lake George RV Resort does not have sites like that. Right. It is more of your traditional RV resort, right? Which is going to have those very manicured, but more tightly compacted RV sites. And, and in the sure. grand scheme of things, they probably have more sports courts yeah, and amenities. It's a more and recreation like and yeah. um, focused campground. Very different vibes, I think, at both of them for sure. Okay. So Moose Hillock, um, also, it's family owned and they own a campground in New Hampshire as well. And both of these campgrounds are known for the sites. So let, we just got to talk about these sites for a second. Um, Stephanie, I think they are the largest, most spacious and private sites I have ever seen at a private campground. Mm-hmm. And I think they may also be among the largest, most spacious private sites I've ever seen at any campground, yeah. including state parks. And that wasn't by mistake. That was by design, right? The owner specifically set out um, to make campsites that he said his worst site would be better and bigger than the best sites at other RV parks. He's he right. specifically wanted to do that. So the time and attention, he had, um, I think they had a really large piece of land and he didn't want to skimp. He said, I'd rather have larger sites than just try to pack in as many as I could. So this is this, that was a driving um, desire behind the design of and build of this campground. That is true. And here's what happened. We, we enjoyed our weekend quite a lot. And so we booked for next year already. And so I was walking around looking for sites with our friend Andy trying to pick like, all right, what's the best site? What site do I want? And at one point I was like, oh, that site's small. I don't want that one. And then I stopped and I was like, actually, that site's not small at all by any stretch of the imagination. If that site was at a typical KOA, it would be the best site at the campground. But at Moose Hillock, it was like a small site. Um, and now you're going to pay for these large sites, though. Yeah. I mean, you're you're floating around the $100 range. Um, premium resort uh, pricing. Premium resort for pricing. The you're also relatively close to New York City. You're close to Lake George. But if you look at 110 bucks a night at this campground and you're like, oh, my God, that's that price is crazy. That's a ripoff. Th- those could easily be two sites. Your site could be two sites at $55 a night. So they just made a choice about how they wanted to do business. And people love it. And it yeah. sells out. So if you're one of those people that loves state parks um, because of the scenic beauty, the privacy of campsites, but you're really sort of attracted to RV resort um, amenities, this campground uniquely um, combines the two of those in a way that honestly I don't think compares to any other site we've gone to. Uh, Rafter J 
in um, South Dakota came close, but their amenities are nowhere near as high, I don't think, as Lake George. I, I mean, I, I, you know, what? I did not think of that yeah. comparison. And now that you make that comparison, you are brilliant. Because, <laughs> no, no, seriously, yeah. that is the best comparison I could make. High end RV resort, state park state size. Park size. Our site at Rafter Day J- J was huge. And then also, it reminds me a little of Sandy Pines. But again, um, Sandy Pines in Maine, but like exaggerated. Even bigger sites, even more yeah. scenic. Sandy beauty, P- right? Pines has nice sites, yeah. but not like But this. not like this, right. Yeah. So there's like connections. There's things out there that I was comparing it to in my mind. But this definitely got first place in that particularly unique category of campground. You know your campgrounds. Yeah. You do. I've been to a few. You've been to a few. <laughs> now, um, the other thing I wanted to say, if you're sitting here listening to this podcast and you're hearing us like raving about these sites, I took a bunch of photos of these sites. So go to the RVAtlas.com, check out the blog post, and you'll see all the photos. We actually had, I think we had one of the best sites at the campground, and we did book it. I don't know, a year in advance. I mean, we booked it a while in advance. So we're going to come back in a second, talk about some of the other things, the amenities, activities, other other stuff at Moose Hillock in Lake George, New York. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Thetford. Aquabio is a new twist on holding tank treatments, and it offers today's RVers a formaldehyde and bromopal-free formula. Thetford's next generation of holding tank solutions is campground-friendly, and it complies with even California's strictest of standards and regulations. The quick-acting holding tank treatment eliminates odors while digesting waste and toilet paper to prevent clogging, all without any harsh chemicals. And of course, like most of the products that we rave about from Thetford, it is proudly made in the USA. Thetford's new Aquabio is formulated and tested for all RVs and marine toilets, holding tanks, and septic systems. I love the folks at Thetford. And I love that there's such rebels operating in Michigan, just uh, over the line (laughs) from the rest of the RV industry in Indiana. Um, They're near that great town, Ann Arbor. Ann Arbor, yeah. Yeah. Not right over the line. They're a few hours away. They settled in a really fun town with really good food (laughs) and said, you know, we'll drive to Elkhart to visit the RV people. (laughs) And they're close enough to, they are close enough to visit. All right, so Moose Hillock does have really excellent amenities um but they were a lot of them were closed when we were there because it was very early in the season and they just they didn't have permission to have their pool open yet and i think the owner was kind of sad about that and they actually gave a 25 percent off discount because the pool was closed their pool is called the aloha beach tropical swimming pool it's a huge pool it has two water slides it has cabanas to rent It has a big screen for movie nights. They have live concerts up there. It's heated, and it's that walk-in style. So it really is sort of an elite RV resort pool, certainly one of the best ones I've seen, but we didn't get to swim in it. Yeah, it's it's their, like, star feature, right? It's the wow feature at this campground. Everybody posts pictures of the pool, and everybody's like, where is that? Gotta go, you know? So it really is something. And they, and they took that, I think, from also um, the New Hampshire Moose Hillock campground, which was the first one. This is a family. Um, and then the son came and built Moose Hillock in um, the Adirondacks. But the one in New Hampshire, I think, is kind of famous for its pool, too. And even though they didn't do the same pool, you know, they replicated the feeling of the theme. They're proud of their pool. Because I think they have like a pirate ship yes. up at the one in New Hampshire. And, and, and yeah. our friend Andy, who we camp with, 
loves this pool. Like she just loves it. Well, you know they just I mean? right. They just live. Like you that's just hang the thing. There's all different day. kinds of camping trips, and there's some where you just lie around in the pool all day, and this is the place for that. But it's also nice because when you're at Lake George, you can go off and do like a hike. You can do all these different outdoor activities, tubing, whatever, and then you can come back and relax by this pool. And in the Andy afternoon. loves that they keep the pool open late. I think she says the pool stays open till ten, so she really enjoys that. Uh, and they have like the live concert and all of that stuff. So in terms of insider details, if you wanted to book at Moose Hillock, and by the way, the pool's open right now, okay? Uh, if you wanted to book at Moose Hillock, I think the key thing you need to decide is whether you want a site that's really up close to the pool and the amenities, because the pool and the snack shop and all of that stuff is all near the front of the campground. So if you want to be able to step out of your RV and walk to the pool, well, you need a site that's going to let you do that, because you could end up pretty far away from the pool, in which case you have a lot of walking to do, or you could rent a golf cart. Right. This is one of those places where I would say if you have little kids and you don't want to be close to the pool right close in your campsite then this is a good time to rent a golf cart we didn't because we we have kids that are like bike age now right it's easy for them to throw a towel over their neck and bike their way down to the pool so unless we're really going to spend a lot of time at the campground i tend to not go in for the golf cart but if you are a sometime golf cart rental i think this is the place to do it we do it like once a year and this this would have been a good place to do it but i mean quite frankly if i'm spending a hundred bucks a night it's you know then to spend extra on the golf cart and our site was i would close. rather spend money on the cabana <laughs> than a golf cart <laughs> yeah and spending money on a cabana and a golf cart and a yeah. site that's 100 bucks a night all of a sudden you could actually like Ooh, be renting Mr. High a pockets. huge house. yeah exactly <laughs> um which these rv resorts that's, in the east coast <laughs> i mean we're heading in that direction basically okay so nobody's perfect i mean every campground we review there's there's got to be something that could be improved or something about the experience uh worth noting that we would like to see changed or improved or whatever so what is our nobody's perfect for moose hillock Yeah, so one of the things that I was not thrilled with was the Memorial Day Parade included multiple political flags. And this is a hot spot right now in the RVing community, but this is my podcast, (laughs) and I'm going to share my opinion about this. In all of the 10 years that we were RVing, this was never an issue before. And all of a sudden now, in the last, I would say, two years, political flags are are popping up all over the campground. And I understand that everybody has different political opinions. That's camping. That's fine. But I really do think that private campground owners are going to have to stand up and make a decision about this if they want to preserve the nature of the campground It's an experience. escape from the yeah, stress God. of the political fighting and arguing. And I want to be clear. It's bad with, enough on Facebook. It's like having Facebook come listen, alive. I want to be clear with everybody out there. I don't care whose political flag it is, which party it comes from. I don't want to see huge political flags flying at a campground. I don't want to see any campground. size political flags and on a Memorial it's the Day same parade. in our Facebook group. We've booted people out for making nasty liberal comments and for making nasty conservative comments just for going political. I want to go to the campground to escape all that stuff. And, you know, Stephanie, we had a seasonal site at Lake and Wood um, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. 
And I am just about positive that when we signed the contract for that seasonal site, they said that you may not fly political banners. Right. And to be clear, what Stephanie's talking about, it wasn't somebody flying a banner at her site. It was during the, the Memorial parade. Day parade. Right. So the parade felt like it was a like campaign rally, basically. Yeah. No, look, I've seen the flags at campsites, and I've never like complained because I'm just kind of disappointed that campground owners aren't providing like a little bit of a respite from this nonsense in our culture. Because it's nonstop everywhere It's nonstop, right? You're bombarded with it. Everything is divisive. So... But it was the fact that the that the campground wasn't willing to say, "Hey, dude, this is a USA Memorial Day parade, right? Let's celebrate. Let's fly the American like, flag, right? Let's like we're like trying to do honor to the people that have you know lost their lives for America. So let's focus on America here and not the divisive politics that are ripping us apart. Um, and so I just you know this isn't the only place I've seen this. It was just it was like it's gotten to a point now where I felt like, you it's know like what? You can't escape politics anywhere. I want to just use our platform on this episode to express that, right? And to just say, let's all pump the brakes on this if we want to preserve what we love so much about And camping. if you have a political bumper sticker on your car, I don't care. It's your car, okay? But that's different than flying a huge flag. And Stephanie, last summer when we went to that campground in South Jersey, um, not Moose Hillock, somewhere else, someone was flying a ginormous political yeah. flag at their site. It was one of the largest flags I've draped, ever seen. Well, because it was draped across their whole awning. And you could see it from everywhere awning. at the campground, okay? And I just, I think that campgrounds are smart to say, hey, let's remove that. And, you know, there's plenty of places for you to exercise your freedom of speech and, you know, promote whatever candidate you want. But at the campground, I think we're both in agreement. We just don't like to say that. All right, so we're going to come back in a second, and we're going to talk a little bit about some cool and interesting facts about the Lake George region because it's such a you know interesting place historically. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Blackstone. Blackstone is the original outdoor griddle with millions of Blackstones sold. They are changing the way that America cooks outdoors because they let you cook everything that you would cook on your traditional grill, but then also a thousand things that you can't, right? Like you've got your breakfast like pancake you obviously can't cook pancakes on your grill. That right? wouldn't work out so well. <laughs> Scrambled eggs, bacon, all those good breakfast solids, you know, that we all love at the campground, you can do on the griddle. Of course, right on up of the line, everybody loves fajitas on the griddle. Taco night. Tacos, right? So there's just lots of food that, but then at the same time, you can do your traditional burgers and dogs if you want. So you kind of have two in one And at there. the end of the day, that's why I end up using my griddle more than my grill at the campground. If you're going to choose between one or the other, right? There's a Blackstone for everybody. If it's not a Blackstone, it's not a griddle. Cook anything, anytime, anywhere. Head over to BlackstoneProducts.com to see their complete lineup of griddles and accessories. Okay. So let's do eight interesting facts about Lake George. And I, um, you know, I, I'm an English major. I have an English degree. I've studied English at Oxford University. And I just think it's fair to say um, I got all of these from the internet. You Googled. I Googled this. Okay. So interesting <laughs> fact number one. Lake George has a maximum depth of 200 feet and a maximum width of almost four miles. Would it's you huge. have guessed that? I didn't know that it was that deep at any given time. But I will say that we were not able to go on a steamboat ride. They were not operating yet. 
that is the kind of fact that you learn when you take the boat tours on Lake George. So I highly encourage everybody, those those boat tours are not just like look at the pretty scenery. They also dive into the really rich history of the region. So that's a good place to learn that kind of stuff. Or In- Google. <laughs> interesting fact number two. Lake George has about 186 islands, 154 are owned by the great state of New York, 50 of them are available for camping. But tent, tent like camping. just ten, like like boating, boating camping. So that's the thing about Lake George is there's a really strong boating culture here, right? Like a lot of the Lake George lifestyle takes place on the on the lake, and and there's um, motorboats are allowed, right? It's not just non motorized uh, vehicles. So people, you know, dock or what whatever they call that, anchor their boat all over the place in this and they and they all you know get they all tether up they all have you know big parties out on the lake it's really a boating people people dive out of their boats and set up like volleyball nets in the water and play volleyball (laughs) a lot of boat fun we and uh, by the way shelving rock falls was an awesome spot for that that we went to and really really enjoyed all right so interesting fact number three lake george is known as the queen of american lakes what's the king I don't know. <laughs> why is it? Why? why do you have to push me? I don't know. I did, my research didn't go that deep. <laughs> that is the first thing I would have Googled if I had seen the Queen Lake of Lake Placid. What is the No, but Lake George is bigger than Lake Placid, right? Probably. Yeah. It's a beautiful lake, and I, and I get that. I mean, people don't walk around up there saying like, oh, it's the Queen of American yeah, Lakes. Yeah, I've never heard that. It's just before. one of those things on Google. Okay. Interesting fact four. The Lake George region has more beds available for tourists than any other region in New York State than New York City. So in the entire state of New York, the most popular place for rooms that you can rent is New York City, obviously. Yeah. Second most, which means it beats Niagara Falls, is Lake George. I'm not surprised. I think that Lake George is such an iconic summer tourist destination right like i feel like lake george is one of the places that made the idea of summer getaways right like it's it's like that lake culture like i feel like it was probably around in lake george before it was around in so many of the other iconic like midwestern lakes and everything uh, right american camping as we know it most historians would say was born in the adirondacks yeah that doesn't mean that people never spent a night in the woods before but really the the concept (laughs) we have of the camping culture and a camping vacation is an adirondack thing and yeah and lake george is so historically touristy right like in a lovely way, but to be quite honest, it is so populated and so popular that we've always veered more towards Lake Placid and the Catskills because honestly, it's a little quieter and a little more subdued than Lake George. Totally true. Interesting fact number five. According to LakeGeorge.com, there is, quote, solid proof <laughs> that there is a lake monster named Georgie. Georgie, it's solid proof. Actually, historically, there was a local prankster that created Georgie from a log and pulley system. And apparently, he terrorized the town for like an entire summer with his fake monster Georgie. Imagine if that person had put that energy into like doing something positive for society. He may have done other good things in his life. (laughs) That's very creative. Uh, interesting fact number six about Lake George, Thomas Jefferson loved Lake George and said it was the most beautiful water he ever saw. And after swimming in Lake George, it, it is crystal. It is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, so is Mirror Lake up in Lake Placid. Yeah. But Lake George is, is really incredibly, incredibly beautiful. 
Interesting fact number seven. Rachel Ray grew up in Lake George. I had no idea. Uh, me neither. Went to high school there, and she owns a home nearby and can often be spotted in town in summertime doing a little shopping. I never even heard of that, but maybe my ear is not close enough to the ground on Rachel if Ray If you're Gossett. a New York celebrity or somebody with money from New York City, I mean, Lake George makes all the sense in the world for a second home. Oh, for sure. I like we've lived all of our life on the beach. And if right money was no object, right? Everybody does everybody else play that game, too? Well, my, our kids my, do my, every day. <laughs> so if money was no object, I would definitely have a home. On the beach. I don't want a home a block from the beach. I, I want a home on the beach and a home on a lake. I don't I don't want to be a block from the lake. I don't want to be with walking. Dis- I want to be on the lake with the SUPs, kayak, all that. I, in. To have a home on Mirror Lake or Lake yeah. George or I mean, honestly, any lake. First thing I'm doing, if I, if I played the lottery, I could win it. <laughs> I don't play it. But if I did and I won it, that that would be my first purchase. Lake house is quite a bit more affordable than yes. a beach house yes. in almost every circumstance. Interesting fact number eight, and our last interesting fact, taking a bath in the lake is prohibited. <laughs> well, how, what is So don't bring heck? your soap. Oh, come on. What is different about taking a bath and swimming? Like you can't, like, they, you, you can't are not al- you, you can get shampoo. a ticket. You can't bring but shampoo exactly or soap. what exactly does it... Okay, you can't use soap any... and shampoo. You and can't use any cleaning products. Okay. They'll, they'll, they'll ticket you. It's prohibited. Good to know. I'm glad we didn't there's, try there's, that. Who does that? Come on. I guess... You know what? It's probably one of those things that people who live there, because the water's so clean and everything, it, I bet that it became one of those things. Like, take your morning bath, right? Right. Rinse off, clean off in the lake. And it was probably... I will bet it was probably causing... Like high levels Pollu- of, of pollutants pollution. in the lake. Maybe Rachel Maybe Ray got caught taking a bath in, in Lake George and Ooh, got into I bet trouble. there's a big story behind that scandal. <laughs> See, now notice the difference between Stephanie and me. I skim the internet for interesting facts. I want to know the real She wants scoop. to know more. I want okay? the story behind so the, you can the do, Google So you can facts. do more research. We'll come back on another podcast and dive a little bit deeper into these things. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed Moose Week here at the RV Atlas, <laughs> the other episode with more Jim Roy. More to come. <laughs> it's not really – it's kind of fun. Maybe it's something we should explore. All right, See, everybody. we do all the time. We do theme but weeks. But not like something totally random and bizarre like exactly. Moose Week. Exactly. And it was a mistake. You finally saw some moose in um, Glacier, no? Yes, that was my first moose. In I New think. Hampshire, yeah. you never I've saw I've never moose. seen moose. I have or been to Maine. Maine, New Hampshire, all the Vermont, all the places that everybody sees moose. There's signs all over the place. Watch the moose. I never in my whole life. But I went out to Glacier and I saw my moose. So I'm happy. All right, everybody. We'll either see you at the campground or we'll see you at the Little League game because that's where we're about to go. See you at the campground. See you at the campground. A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas. And a big thank you to our sponsors. They provide great quality products and resources for RVers and also support the production of this show. We personally believe in them and are happy to share our favorite products with you. You can find blog posts and links with everything mentioned in this episode over at the RVAtlas.com. And you can join the friendliest group of RVers over on Facebook in our private RV Atlas group. And as always... We'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground.